This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. Governor Greg Gianforte's office announced over the weekend that the Republican governor has signed into law Senate Bill 458, legislation that inserts binary reproduction-based definitions of male, female, and sex into dozens of areas of the state code. The bill, drafted by the conservative Montana Family Foundation, passed through the legislature earlier this year along party lines, with Republicans in favor and Democrats opposed. The bill's sponsor, Senator Carl Glimm, the Republican from Keelum, and other supporters framed the policy as a response to a rise in people identifying as transgender and said it would help ensure that Montana law defines residents based on their biological sex as identified at birth. When it was first introduced, constitutional and civil rights law experts said that Senate Bill 458 would likely violate the federal right to equal protection laid out in the 14th Amendment, as well as the Montana Constitution's right to privacy and dignity. Legal challenges are expected. Montana Governor Greg Gianforti assigned legislation giving Native American families preference in fostering and adopting Native children, including children in Child Protective Services. Governors in Wyoming and North Dakota have already signed similar laws this year. The measures are modeled after the Federal Indian Child Welfare Act, which Congress passed in 1978. In Montana, nearly 11% of all children are indigenous, but they make up 37% of those in foster care. That's according to the National Indian Child Welfare Association. House Bill 338 has also been signed into law. It brings transparency and accountability to the Indian Education for All Act, according to its sponsor, Representative Jonathan Windyboy. Enacted by the legislature in 1999, Indian Education for All requires recognition of Native American culture and a commitment to the state's educational goals to preserve indigenous culture and heritage. Montana was the first state to constitutionally mandate Indian education, but some say the law has not been adequately implemented. Representative Windy Boy's bill establishes new requirements, stating that if a school district fails to file an annual report, it will be ineligible to receive any funding until the report is filed. Windy Boy says, my issue is that the schools receiving IEFA funds that are supposed to be used for IEFA curriculum, but they aren't being used that way. Wendy Boy says one of the schools allegedly used the funds to give teachers a pay raise. Wendy Boy said the legislation is especially important given an ongoing court case. Tribes in Montana and parents of 18 students have filed a lawsuit alleging that Education leaders failed to teach the culture and heritage of Native Americans and thereby violated the state's constitution. Another one of Representative Jonathan Windy Boy's bill became law over the weekend. The bill concerns the Montana Indian Language Preservation Program. Established by the legislature in 2013, the program, called MILP, 
was created to revitalize native languages traditionally spoken in the state. The program allows each tribe to produce resources that will help perpetuate language uses. A Montana Budget and Policy Center report says that Montana is home to 12 tribal languages, and of those, Assiniboine, Grovant, and Montana Salish are critically endangered, meaning even the youngest speechers are elders, and they only speak the language partially or infrequently. Windy Boy, who is, of course, Chippewa Cree, said there are 20 to 25 fluent Cree speakers left, and now zero Ojibwe speakers. In previous sessions, funding for the MILB has been one time only, meaning it had to be renegotiated each session. But Windy Boy said this year, for the first time, the bill has no sunset date, needing, meaning it will not have to be renegotiated. Montana has become the first state to specifically ban people dressed in drag from reading books to children at public schools and libraries after Governor Gianforti signed the bill on Monday, but not without opposition and calls for legal action. Quote, it's just constitutionally suspect on all levels. That's according to Shasha Burkett, an attorney with Lambda Legal, a national organization that seeks to protect the civil rights of LGBTQ plus community members, those diagnosed with HIV and AIDS. Buchert says the bill is an unconstitutional limitation on free speech. Legal action against that bill is also expected. Governor Greg Gianforti on Monday tapped Billings City Deputy Attorney Thomas Purdy to take over the district court bench in Yellowstone County. Purdy will succeed District Court Judge Michael Moses following Moses' retirement on July 1st. The Howard, South Dakota raised lawyer has been a civil attorney for the city of Billings since 2015. Although a civil attorney, roughly 50% of his private practice includes criminal defense, according to his application to the governor's office. The other 50% was handling family law, real estate, banking, human resources, contracts, bankruptcy, and appeals. Hardy graduated from the University of Montana Law School in 1998. He also served 32 years, retiring with a rank of Master Sergeant with the Montana Army National Guard. Attorneys for the state of Montana are arguing that the state should not be held in contempt next week in Yellowstone County District Court because lawyers for the state attorney general's office believe that a unanimous Supreme Court decision handed them, and not the American Civil Liberties Union of Montana, a win. In a case that stretches back several years, the 2021 legislature changed state law regarding how genders on birth certificates can be changed. Instead of a one-page document that allowed residents to change it, the State Department of Public Health and Human Services rewrote the rules to require more process, which included a requirement of surgery and a judge's order. Two plaintiffs and the American Civil Liberties Union of Montana filed suit, and Judge Michael Moses stopped the law from going into effect and also ruled that the state must reinstate the 2017 practice adopted during the Bullock administration.
The state argued that Moses' injunction left Montana without any policy or procedure for changing a birth certificate, so the Department of Public Health and Human Services created a new procedure for changing a birth certificate. That kicked off another round of court filings in which Moses ordered the department to revert back to the 2017 rule. Attorneys for the state said that because the 2021 law and the order commanding the department to reinstate the 2017 procedure were stopped by court action, that it had no other choice but to issue more rules in 2022. Furthermore, state attorneys also argue that Moses' order and a subsequent appeal to the Montana Supreme Court didn't address the 2022 rule, and therefore the department was free to adopt a new policy. Deputy Solicitor General for the state of Montana, Kathleen Smithgall, said the department viewed the order by the Supreme Court as a win for the department's rulemaking authority. Quote, not until plaintiff's counsel reached out demanding to know why the department was not complying with the 2017 rule did the department become aware that plaintiffs had interpreted the Supreme Court order differently. Four new federal prosecutors for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Montana will be hired in coming months, including two attorneys dedicated to working on tribal land caseloads. Quote, these new assistant United States attorney positions are a significant investment from the Justice Department and will strengthen our ability to address public safety across the state, especially in Indian country. That's according to U.S. Attorney Jesse Laslovich in a press release. In addition to the two tribal land attorneys, a third lawyer based in Billings will be prosecuting general violent crimes. The fourth will handle e-litigation work. That's normally electronic filings. All of the positions will be full-time. Two of the prosecutors will work on tribal cases. One will be in Great Falls or Helena. The other will be in Billings. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 50 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations in 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio of the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.